is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Join me on my new radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 to 11.45 at 96.9 FM, 1360 AM, KWWJ. Or you can call in at 832-570-8075. Write me at a tip from Gilbert at gmail.com. See you then. All right, Houston, this is me, Gilbert Garcia, with a tip from Gilbert. And, of course, we're going to hear this song at the end, but I'm going to hear a little bit. Producer, let's keep it going in the background just a little bit because this is the Beach Boys, God Only Knows, and it is ha it happens to be probably one of the greatest love songs in the history of music. And I'm going to read the words at the end of the show because we got a very important show today. Uh, but before we uh, get there, i got to give a shout-out to my son because his team won district in soccer, St. Thomas, and uh, it's super cool. But I will tell you all, uh, this is going to be a great show. Uh, Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and, and pull that out. Let's go ahead and wind that song down. This is a tip from Gilbert, Talk, Inspiration, and Prayer. And we're here every Monday, again, from 11 to 11.45 on KWWJ. Keep walking with Jesus, which is on 1360 AM, 96.9 FM. And if you want to talk about inspiration, it's this lady right here. And I have with me Molly Cook. Molly, welcome to a tip from Gilbert. Thank you so much for having me. You are truly an inspiration and the our listeners in Houston are going to find out because you know we always go through life and we kind of say Molly you know how come this isn't better how come this in my life isn't better how come we're, we're spending all this money and it's and the health care's not right or you know people can't afford to live in their homes anymore you know people they don't have can't afford food anymore and where are elected officials and sometimes you have some elected officials that seem to be there for like life have you noticed <laughs> that there's just like some lifers out there and you know you are inspiring me because you said, I'm going to do something about it. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I've worked as an ER nurse for the past seven years and you see a lot of things at the bedside that you wish you could fix and you just can't fix as a nurse at the bedside. So um, I have a public health master's and I thought, you know what, it's time to do something about this to make real change that will affect people's health. Well, let me ask you, when you say ER nurse, the only thing I know about the ER is when I see the show ER. I mean, is it is it chaotic? Is it is it like you know all of a sudden there's people and they're screaming and there's and there's emotion? I mean, totally. Is it is it like that? Totally. I would say yes. I mean, you know, there's there's ups and downs and there's different times, but uh, you never know what's coming, and you just have to make it work with the resources that are available, and you don't turn anybody away. And those are the same principles that I would carry with me into the Senate. Well, let's talk about the Senate race in just a second, because I want to first talk about the Molly that people don't know. Hmm. So when we go back, when young Molly was young Molly, did you always think? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be in the medical field and help people. I mean, when did that happen into in your uh, life? You know, no, actually, I had several iterations. I thought I would be a musician for a long time. Do you play something? I do play the harp, actually. Oh wow, <laughs> you're gonna have to play the harp for us because that's like not an instrument that because it's so big, you Bizarre. can't just like break it out. Here's the harp, like the ukulele. You can just break open <laughs> the ukulele. You can't do that with a harp. So keep going. So did you just say? I mean, when did you get bit by the? Um, you know, the, the Lord said, 
go into medicine and help people. You, the first time I ever thought I wanted to be a nurse uh, was in seventh grade, and my pastor's wife was the nurse at my junior high, and I saw her respond when a kid cracked his head open on the playground. Oh my goodness! And I thought, I want to do that. I want to be the person you call when something goes wrong and know what to do. Wow! And so your parents—they were not in the medical field. Your sister, nobody. Very, very interesting. So let's go back. I understand that you were up early this morning. You've already had a busy day. And the reason is somewhere along the line, I don't know if you were had an inspiration or a flash of brilliance, as they say, but you elected to run for Texas Senate. Tell us about that. What Were you just woke up one day and said, you know what? I think I'm going to run. I mean, how, how did that happen? The first time it ever occurred to me that might be in the cards for me was when we were doing our uh, public health rotation of nursing school and we had a debate. The class had a debate and it was there was various topics and one of them was actually decriminalizing cannabis. And when we got done, everyone was like, that was impressive. <laughs> and Ver- it, it felt good, you know? Well, let me ask you this. So then... Um, that was when again that was when you were in close to the end of college in the end of college so then you then got i think for lack of a better word your toe wet as they say with the whole i-45 what's happening with i-45 and why is that so important to you oh it should be important to everyone it's a 10 billion dollar project that will affect air quality you know flooding everything that's important to houstonians and most importantly those freeways were built through black and brown neighborhoods through poor neighborhoods on purpose when they were built and expanding them into those same neighborhoods is doubling down on historic racism so uh, this is a really important opportunity for us to restore justice rather than harm again and um, it's important to you know i grew up driving on i-4 and didn't know that that was the case. So um, I've been happy to spend the last two and a half years fighting to preserve the homes and green spaces and air quality on along it. And if there's ever such a case of David versus Goliath, yeah. that's it. Because TxDOT is like one of those things that's like, TxDOT. <laughs> Nobody even knows who these guys are, TxDOT, right? And and we're, we're, all we know is they spend a bunch of money on roads and, and freeways and things. So when did you just say, you know what? We're going to go for it. And and you have an organization. You guys are now. Tell us about it. Yeah. Stop Textile I-45. I joined um, a few months after they had formed. So they formed about three years ago. And um, that's been a blast. It's just grown. It's diverse. We work in partnership with a bunch of different groups, grassroots and advocacy groups across the city, across the county. Um, so that's just been really a wild, wild success. And uh, we've made a lot of movement, moved the needle, changed people's minds, built relationships with elected officials. And the project is still paused. So things look good. Where does it go, you think? I mean, I guess, is there a compromise out there? Meaning, let's get the federal dollars to do things we need to do here, but somehow preserve some of the neighborhoods or do something to, I don't know, wiggle it this way, wiggle it that way. I mean, is there a compromise there that you can see? Totally. So our group is for freeway removal, which has worked in cities from Seoul, Korea to, you know, Boston. I mean, you can remove freeways and the traffic gets better as long as you supplement with public transit and uh, walkability. But um, the mayor's Vision C was a product of really robust um, community engagement by a variety of governmental organizations. And that's a great start place but TxDOT simply won't listen well hold on a moment because we have a caller do I have Miss Daisy there yes Gilbert this is Miss Daisy Marine and Daisy happens to be a pastor she's calling in to give us our prayer because remember this is called talk inspiration and prayer because Lord knows Molly 
you know, I don't know. We're all living on a prayer, like the song or something like that. And, but we need prayer right now more than ever with this virus. But Daisy, let me ask you, you had a big weekend this weekend. What was your weekend? Yes, Gilbert. This weekend, uh, we spent the weekend uh, in Austin at the Democratic Convention, the Women Democratic Convention, and it was beautiful to see all the people coming together, working for one purpose. We have an election year, and we have a lot of work ahead of us. So uh, God was good. We were able to fellowship with everyone, and it was a great weekend. And tell us about your new role. I want to brag about you. Yes. Um, well, this year we are going to, I was elected to be the president of the TDW Harris um, Democratic Women's in Houston. And our work in, it's um, to train. Are and you the, are you the first, are you the first Hispanic woman? Yes. Oh I, my goodness. Give a shout out there. That's awesome. Yes, I am the first Latina elected for this position, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. And like I said, Gilbert, we have a lot of work ahead of us. Amen. Um, well, you know, be, yes, God be, is good. God is good. You know what they say every day. Before you uh, give us our prayer, I happen to have uh, Molly Cook. You know, the thing about Molly is sometimes when you become sort of, um, I don't want to say, you know, well, let's go this way. Sometimes people do so many great things. They're just known by one word. You know, there's Cher. There's like Madonna. You know, there's uh, Sting. You know, there's just Pe Bono. There's just people that are just known by one word. Well, there's just Molly. Have you noticed that you're just, I mean, you're just you're Molly. Even your shirt is, I don't know if we can zoom in there, cameraman, but it's Molly. And uh, I think you're really getting that iconic status because people see you working hard. People see you fighting for justice, fighting for people. And you're just doing so great, Molly. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Molly. Um, so, Molly... Uh, I want to make sure Daisy knows. So, Daisy, I have Molly Cook with me here. Anything you want to say to Molly? She's been, you remember that song? There's a song by um, Johnny Cash where he goes, and I've been to, and he lists all these cities, Oklahoma, da-da-da, he goes through. Well, you've been, like, everywhere in this city. Um, and, like, already you were at one of the polling places. Already you were with a teacher's group. I mean, did you ever think you'd be everywhere like this? <laughs> I mean, we need two of you somehow. So, Daisy, what do, you, what do you want to say to Molly? Well, I am grateful for all the uh, work that she's done uh, for uh, the 45 issue that we have. There's a lot of Latinos in that area, mm -hmm. and she's the only one fighting in that community. Uh, there's a lot of Latino businesses that are going to be affected. And I, was, uh, I, I am grateful that she's uh, taking this on and working in the community and recruiting volunteers to black walk the community and knocking on people's doors. So uh, we bless Molly, and I am grateful for everything that she's doing. Awesome, Daisy. So, Daisy, would you say a prayer for us here in Houston? The, you know, Daisy, look, I, I'm a man of faith, but even a man of faith, and, and you're really, um, you know, a woman of the cloth, really. It just, it's so hard, Molly, right, to somehow when you see things, to just, it's just so hard. You, you almost question your faith to say, how can this be in this great country of ours? How can there be poverty in this great country of ours? How can there be schools that are, that are, that are not getting the resources they need? How can there be, be people that are hungry today in this great country? It's just, it just gets me sometimes. But I, you got to have faith. So, 
Daisy, would you say a prayer for us about keeping our faith during these pandemic, strange, unusual times? Yes, Gilbert, we are living in very difficult times in history. But remember, today is Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, and I want to wish everyone a Valentine's Day. So what we celebrate today is love. And uh, the Bible says in John 3, 16, uh, for his, uh, he loved the world. God sent his only son to uh, give his life for us just because of love. And I want to call and pray for Houston today for us to uh, work in unity, to care for our neighbors, to love each other, because that's what the Bible says, that we need to um, love each other, love your neighbor as you love yourself, and and then keep the faith. This um, Today we pray that the Houston will come together. Um, I see the news that we became the worst city, worse than Chicago in crime. And 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 after COVID nineteen, a lot of things have changed, and we today more than ever we need to come together and work in unity and walk in faith and and help each other so we pray for houston we bless houston and thank you so much gilbert for everything you're doing i see you giving food away helping families in need and we are grateful for you may god continue blessing you abundantly please continue um your mission thank you gilbert amen daisy thank you so much for calling in all right houston we're back with molly so we're just gonna say molly like good golly miss molly so we're back with molly so molly let me just ask you so you woke up one day and said i'm gonna i'm gonna change all this i mean that must have been such a um i don't know such a uh, maybe like a dream did a dream come to you that said do this i mean did the lord speak to you and said do this how did that happen uh it was a slow burn and development over time until uh the moment that really flipped a switch for me was when i found out that my current senator was planning on running for two offices at once and that did not sit right with me and that's really when this and how does that happen i mean how, how can that happen i mean i mean so explain to the listeners more what you mean yeah, so the current the incumbent for Senate District 15 that I'm running for um, is running again for the Senate seat, although he has also announced he's running for Houston mayor. So his plan is to be campaigning during the session in a competitive mayoral, expensive competitive mayoral race, um, and then leave, which would force a special election, um, which is not reflective of what the district needs or wants. So um, I am here and ready to serve the full four years. I know what's going on with people. I care, and I, I see paths to solutions. Um, and I'm frustrated that somebody would place their own career ambition over the interests of the district. And do the people not know that he's running for mayor. I mean, I guess he just thought, well, I've just got everybody's vote anyway, so I'm going to run here and I'll run there. And I, I mean, I guess that's what it, what it is. But we have a caller. Hold that thought, Molly. We have a caller. Do I have a caller here? You're talking with Gilbert, a tip from Gilbert. Hi, this is Danielle Keyes-Vest, candidate for state representative in House District 147. How are you, Gilbert? Well, I'm thank I'm I'm doing great, and you got me, and you got Molly. Uh, and again, hi, Molly. Tell us about you. Tell us about your race, and what have you been doing? So I am currently um, passing out snacks to the poll volunteers and workers today. I am here at Palm Center. 
actively block walking, actively connecting with the persons of this district. This is the district where I live, where I work, where I worship. And I've already been serving for the last 14 years um, as the logistics director for Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. I've learned so much from her within the government space and the political campaign arena. But I'm also a local realtor at uh, Womack Development, where I've been with Gerald Womack for 15 years. I mean, look, Gerald Womack. Gerald Womack is just, you know, one of the one of the best. He's one of the best guys. Isn't he? He's fantastic. He's such a gentleman. And let's face it: when you got a problem, you don't call Ghostbusters, right? Remember that Ghostbusters? Remember that? Who you gonna call? You don't. You don't call Ghostbusters. Well, you know what? I tell you what: I'll call Gerald Womack, but more important, I'll call Sheila. You know, if if who you gonna call? You need something done. You call Sheila. Holy and cow. And she shows up. Not only do you call her, but she shows up. I think there's and five Sheilas. The, I, think I there's know. Five maybe of her. ten. She's like everywhere. That's wonderful. Yes. Talk about an elected official that epitomizes what elected official is. And stay, don't leave it. I'm going to pivot to Molly. Do you ever even see your senator? I mean, is he even anywhere? I will only speak for the I-45 fight since I have been very present for that. And the answer is no. I mean, you would think he'd be front and center to have an opinion, and his opinion ought to be something. Well, let's come back. So tell us, Palm Center, is it crowded? Are, are vote people starting to come out? They are They are coming out little by little. I think, you know, the true Houstonian, um, we do not take well to cold. So when I left this morning, um, we were in the mid-30s. So I knew that would slow us down a little bit, but it's beautiful right now. So I'm hoping that the results from lunchtime till the close of the polls today would do much better. Very good. Well, I want to give you a last word here. What do you want to say to Houston, especially uh, the voters there that you're trying to talk to them about all the things about what you believe in so that they'll support you? Well, yes. I want to let them know that I'm the best candidate for this race, not just by name, Danielle Key's best but by virtue and integrity. I am a person who believes in people over politics. I am seeking to help the persons of this district, regardless of race, economic, socioeconomic status, gender, whatever. I want to make sure that people understand that we are to love each other. And in that love, you should be maximally concentrated on the needs of your voters. I am going to represent them, not bring my personal agenda, but bring their agenda to the state house to make sure that we can bring the resources back. And I am willing to work with all persons across the aisle because, of course, we're going in in a minority position, but I believe we have way more things in common than we do differences. And having someone that knows what is negotiable and what cannot be negotiated is very important, and I'm very clear on those ideals. Danielle, we thank you. Thank you for being on a tip from Gilbert. You're talking to me, Gilbert, and you got Molly. So, Danielle, go hit him hard today. Thank you so much, and I would love everyone's vote and support and pass the word for District 147. You got it. Thank you so much for being on. So I'm coming back uh, to Molly. So, Molly, let me ask you this. Um, Explain to me, when when you're out there, because you've knocked on how many doors, would you say? I don't know how many personally I've knocked on, but the team has done a lot. (laughs) Thousands, right? Thousands. And And so let me ask you this. When you go to some of these doors, do they ever say... God, you're the first person that's ever knocked on my door for this for the Senate race. I mean, have you gotten any of that? Yes. In some of the, the typically under-engaged areas, they've said that no one has ever knocked on their door before. Can you imagine that? No. That's unbelievable. And so let me ask you this. And when I'm sure the topic comes up, 
do they say, what do you mean he's running for that race and he's running for this race? I mean, are people, I don't know, I mean, taken aback by that? I would be. You know, it's funny. There's a variety of reactions. Uh, some folks are immediately, you know, what, two offices at once? How does How's that even legal? That doesn't seem right. Some folks will say, well, what's the big deal about that? And then you get into it about, well, what what is a special election? It costs us money. Fewer people turn out for it. If the district is a D, it might flip to R, you know, whatever whatever the case may be. And then for some folks, you know, you say it two or three times and, and then they finally, oh, he's, so he, isn't retiring or he isn't vacating or he isn't moving out of the way to do what he really wants to do and so you kind of have to sit there and have a conversation but most people um i'd, I'd say vast majority of folks are not happy with yeah with him doing. I, I mean i would think so right i mean that makes perfect sense to me so what would you say when you go out to the public because see now you're really out there with the people what are the i don't know the top two issues for them you know, it's really interesting. The district is very diverse in every sense of the word, and the issues are very diverse. But um, a lot of the stuff that we'll hear from people, you know, voting rights and democracy, just basic basic voting rights and democracy. Um, flooding is a really big deal for some folks. Schools are a really big deal. Um, environmental justice is a very big deal. So depending on where you are and what neighborhood, you'll get a different answer. But those, those are some of the common themes. And what about, um, it seems to me there's a lot of, concern and, and rightfully so about just security safety crime do you get a lot of that so from from some folks yes because you know um it seems to just be everywhere and it just seems people have this feeling of well nothing can be done about it and so i, I always get the sense when i'm out there talking to people because i've been out there also learning about the houston area a little bit more um it's amazing to me to see how much people are just accepting crime. It's like, well, it's just part of living. And if somebody snatches my purse or my wallet, a lot of them just don't even think about calling the police anymore. It's just, well, nothing's going to happen. That's terrible. I mean, for us to have come to this level, right, we've got to do something. And we got to rally with each other. I think we have another caller, though. We got another caller there? Let's call it. Let's put it on our caller. Is there a Brittany on the line? Hi, guys. Yes, this is Brittany. I was calling to see how Molly plans on putting herself out there so that we could actually know who she is. Well, we thank you. You're talking to Molly right now. So, Molly, I think the question is, what are you going to do to get out there? So hit it, Molly. Yeah, we're going to throw the kitchen sink at it, just like we've Woo! been doing. It's, you know, it's digital ads, it's um, knocking on doors, it's talking to folks, it's translating so that people can understand in the language that they prefer, and uh, showing up at meetings and just being anywhere that anyone invites us to be. What's interesting, uh, Brittany, I don't know if, you know if I lost you there, if you're still there, you're still there. It's What's interesting to me is it's less about, at least to me as a citizen, being there while you're running but be in there when you win because, exactly. you know, the, the senator there, I don't know, is I mean, is he at these things? Is he knocking on doors? Is he seeing people? Is he going to all the community groups? Because I don't hear any of that. I just don't know. But at the end of the day, I just know you because I know you. You're going to be everywhere all the time and be a good public servant because that's what a public servant does. They're there with the community. They want to know what they need. And they do their part in Austin to bring legislation through to make their lives better. Isn't that what it's all about? Absolutely. Having an open door policy for, for constituents and residents. So, Brittany, what else do you 
you got here for Molly? Well, I just kind of also have concerns about like our neighborhoods. Things have gotten really bad, and it's kind of scary when people are like going after um, our officers, the people that are actually supposed to protect us and serve. You know, so how as a as a leader, do you have any? tactics on how you can better things for us as citizens of you know the the state or do you let's see what she's got Brittany. i i think your question first of all we really appreciate it we appreciate you calling in here at a tip from Mm -hmm. gilbert and everyone you can call in at 832-570-8075 a tip from gilbert at gmail.com i have molly cook of course molly is a candidate for the texas senate and so, Molly, what about is it, what can the state do for uh, I don't know crime or crime prevention, or really what can they really do about what's happening to all of our men and women in blue that are there to protect us? Yeah, I think what you know what I'm seeing, and I especially am seeing this at the bedside, um, is that no matter what, in what way you participate in the system, in what way crime affects you, um, everyone's on hard times right now. The pandemic has been very difficult. There's a lot of job loss. There's a real lack of support for communities that were hit hardest by COVID. Um, And then, you know, people are just on hard times. So we need to really invest in communities. We need to value communities, especially communities that have been under-engaged and under-invested in the past. And uh, we need to listen to folks who are the most affected. So, you know, if there's neighborhoods where there's lots of crime, I want to know what the folks there want done about it you know and we need to protect every single person right we never we should never lose a single police officer in the line of duty that's heartbreaking can you imagine that it's not right and some of these officers are so young it just crushes me they're so young or you see a rookie officer or something to that effect it's awful yeah. We've got to do something to protect them. Brittany, thank you for calling in. This is a tip from Gilbert. You're talking to me, Gilbert. You're talking to Molly, of course, a candidate for Texas Senate. So thank you there, Miss Brittany. No, thank you, guys. So let and me good luck, Molly. Thank you so much. So let me ask you this, Molly. I mean, if you look at uh, your opponent's record, are there anything that stick out that you would have said, that was a bad thing. I would have done this instead. Is there anything that comes to your mind when you sort of look at some of the things he did or or, or voted on or things of that nature? You know, uh, there's a, actually quite a few. Um, and we did have a Q&A, a forum that can be found on um, our website, mollyfortexas.com, if you're interested. T- tell us about that forum. Yeah, who who it was, was it or what was it? Save Texas, um, West Jew and Bel Air Dems hosted, and um, which we really appreciated. It was awesome of them. And you really get a side-by-side. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. And they ask us questions and we respond. So if people want to really go and look at us side-by-side, that's, that's the way to do it. And go to mollyfortexas.com and just scroll down and, and you'll see it there. Um, but some of the issues, you know, my, again, remaining completely silent on I-45, and now he's saying that he has been outspoken about it, but, I mean, you can Google. I don't, there's not one yeah. quote. And if, and if he's outspoken on which side? What's this? He's outspoken on doing it or protecting neighborhoods? What's I, I, I have no quotes from him, so <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's what you call outspoken. Right. Okay, well, let's go um, back. So tell us again about this forum, and what were some of the things that came out of that? 
Uh, various topics. It was really great, actually. You know, we talked about everything from Medicaid expansion to, um, you know, his his experience and, and how he's served on committees and how that may or may not be benefiting us and um, just a variety of topics, environmental justice. So you really get a pretty good picture of what's going on. But one quote that I do want to just remind everyone of is, um, you know, he is on record as saying he will not try to bring forth legislation unless it's going to get support and meaning, of course, support from Dan Patrick. So, um, to me, that's not what you use a safety district for. That's not what you. Um, that's not what you use seniority for. Is to go along to get along. You need to use it to push the needle, and that that really covers the breadth of issues in the Senate. Um, and you know, I think we can expect more. It just seems that if you're the dean of the Senate, and there's all these things going on with voter suppression, this or that. I mean. Shouldn't you be at the table to try to, I don't know, work through some of this or soften it or, right. or, or you know, I mean, where where is the leadership to stop some of this stuff from happening? Right. If your seniority is so effective, then, then why are we not affecting change? And if your seniority is so effective and indispensable, then why are you removing yourself one year into this next term? It doesn't make sense to me. Well, that's a good one. If your seniority is so important, why are you going to give up your seniority? I mean, go figure. Um, so how many people were at that forum or how, or, I mean, what was it? I mean, how many people listened? Was it Zoom? It was on Zoom and I believe it capped at a hundred. So there were a hundred people on the call, but then you could watch on the YouTube live link as well. Oh, wonderful. Give us that link. Do you know the link? It's a jumble of letters, but if you go to mollyfortexas.com, okay, so, then you can scroll down and find it Okay. There. So Molly for Texas, is that the only forum that y'all had together? Mm -hmm. Come on. Something as important as this Senate race, we can only get one forum. Well, why don't you ask him for more forums right now on the radio to Houston? <laughs> we, would love, we would love another forum. We would love for voters to have a true side-by-side -side chance to look at their options and cast their votes for the representative that they think will serve them best from Austin. Absolutely. We need more forums. Isn't that what the whole Lincoln-Douglas debates were all about and all those sorts of things? So um, if we're out there in cyberspace listening to this, I think we should have more uh, the Senate District uh, 15 forums before election day right away you know what let's have a forum on my radio show <laughs> how about that so uh, I, I know i think i got someone next week and the following week, but you know what i'm sure they'll be gracious enough to move on so let me just say uh, molly would you be on this if we had a, a forum next week or the next week would you be on it of course there we go so we'll just reach out to the senator and say you know what why don't we have a forum here on the radio show what do you think about that producer yeah. That seems to have gotten a lot of um, applause here from the masses. I wish I could have thought it was my idea, but I think it was Molly's. But it was a, whoever idea it was, it was a great idea. So let's go back. Do your parents look at you and say, Molly, what are you doing? You know, running for Senate. You could, you know, or, or do they say, you know, remember that, uh, what was that, Forrest Gump, run, Forrest, run. Or do they say, you know, run, Molly, run. They're, my parents are incredible. They are really loving. And um, actually a letter went out this morning from my dad about me. So he's- Where did it go? Or uh, to our mailing list, our email list. Oh, how so, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you get it. If you're not on the mailing list, how do people 
Tell people how to get on the mailing list so they can get that letter. Because nothing can be more wonderful than a father to say something beautiful about their daughter. Yes, I know. And I just have to give a shout out to our volunteer team. Everyone on the Molly for Texas team, except for the manager, basically, is um, is doing this because they love me. They love Texas. They love themselves enough to, to volunteer their time. So the website is our incredible one-stop shop created by a volunteer. Um, and you can sign up for the newsletter. You can check out our events. You can sign up to volunteer. All of that is there. Um, read the issues, watch the debate. It's in Spanish and in English. So um, all of that is just there, mollyfortexas.com. So if they want to sign up, if they go to mollyfortexas.com, is there some sort of button at the bottom? or is If they want to come block walk or do events, you just click the events tab and sign up on the mobile app. But if they want to get your dad's letter, I want to get your, oh, yes. I want your dad's sign letter. The, sign up for the newsletter. I, you know, I look at my daughter and every time <laughs> I see her, I just want to just mother her, you know. Yes. And um, you know, I'm old enough to be your dad. So I can imagine him looking at you saying... <laughs> God, I just love my princess. She's going to do such great things in Austin. Um, so how do I get that letter? Just sign up on the website. So there's, there's a, a something to click on? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to be signing up. <laughs> so tell us again what's all going on, meaning election day is when, early voting is when. Is it already too late to sign up to register to vote, I guess? Is too it- late to register, not too late to um, – what's today's date? Request your mail-in 14th. ballot. And, of course, everybody needs to just be careful about the identification that they use for that. Bring your ID with you to the polls as well. Um, um, early voting started this morning and goes until the 25th, and it's uh, 7 to 7 every day except for Sunday, which is 12 to 7. And um, then Election Day, of course, is March 1st. So this is it. So this is it. This is it. We're closing I, in. I, I don't know who saw. Was it Was it Rocky Three? When um, Apollo Creed became Rocky Balboa's manager, and Rocky was all sad because I think Adrian was in a coma or something, and he wasn't, like, you know, really working out hard, and... And Apollo Creed said, there is no tomorrow. (laughs) So I think there is no tomorrow uh, because this is it. So, Molly, let me ask you this. So where can people vote? Like, where is your district? And by the way, this is the silliest question of all. Is the district what it was before, or is it with the new district? It's a little bit different. Um, the changes were mainly um, adding the southwest side and removing some of the southeast side. Again, our website is the place that I know to go and look at the map, and you can right. zoom in and check out your street and see if it's um, if you're in the district or not. And then um, our district is only in one county, and so you can, especially during early voting. Um, you know, I was there this morning. It was safe. It was there. It's not crowded. I really recommend folks for vote early, and uh, you can go basically anywhere. In the county and of course all of your resources are at harrisvotes.org wonderful and so election day is the first early vote ends when the 25th the 25th so what i don't have my calendar in front of me but that's what is that a uh, producer when is the 25th, the 25th. nobody knows but friday. <laughs> friday there we go not this friday next friday there we go thank you so really so voters please please Go out and vote. Of course, vote for Molly. But (laughs) no matter what, vote and vote for all the way down the ballot. I know there's a bunch of judges and things and you think, oh, judges, what are those courts and what do they matter? They matter because that's where really justice begins and fairness begins. Vote all the way down that ballot. There's judges. There's all kinds of people. Please go out and vote. Go to your area and vote make your voice heard i think we have another caller coming in so let's just see what that caller says and here they come do we have another caller there producer Peter, one moment one moment i'm ready producer who's that caller do we have another caller there yes 
Well, there you go. Give, uh, what's your name there, sir? Peter, Molly, I have a question for you. I'm very cynical of politicians. Why do you want to be a politician, and what can you do for the state of Texas? Ooh, Peter, opinion? thank you for that question, Peter. So, Molly, he's cynical. Yeah. Talk to Peter. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I mean, are, aren't we all tired? I, I mean, know, you know, are, I are really, you. right? I really do. So the reason I wanted to run period is because I'm tired of watching my patients suffer at the bedside. And, you know, I can sit there and give medications and be loving and give a hot blanket and do all the things a nurse can do. But you cannot get rid of a roach infestation. You can't make their, um, you can't give them transportation. You can't clean up their air quality. These are things that we have to do as a team using government. It's the only way to do it. Additionally, my work on I-45, you know, we see that the local government can even be on the right page. The federal government can even have laws in place, but the state government can really stand in the way of progress. And so I want to help shape that change um, and I'm eager to do it. But I will tell you that I'm also coming at this as a working person. I clock in and I clock out. I stand on this side of the podium right now to give comments, you know, and get cut off at three minutes, just like everybody else. And I know what that feels like. And I wanna bring that perspective in there and bring organizing skills into the Texas Senate. So that is where I see the difference. And then, um, you know, maybe it goes without saying, but I don't plan to just sit there for 40 years either, which I think is where some of the cynicism can come from. Can it be 40, is it 40 years? Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, I mean, I just hope, you know, I'm going to be around for 40 years. I mean, that's unbelievable. So, Peter, what do you think? Are you sold? I'm sold. Thank ah! you, Molly. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Peter, you're a good man. Uh, well, Peter, we thank you for calling in. This is a tip from Gilbert. Call in anytime. Of course, talk, inspiration, and prayer. My guest uh, today is Miss Molly Cook, uh, candidate for texas senate district 15 she's already said she's ready to debate anytime anywhere to the dean and so i think that's a good thing people need to hear and it, you know what it makes candidates better too to be sharpening up their own views so you know who can be against that yeah there yep. you have it so mr peter thank you for calling in you're with uh gilbert and molly all right so let's come back to molly so molly you know there was an old show uh, called Carol Burnett. And Carol Burnett was a comedian. She was just hilarious. And at the end of her show, she would all, you know what? That just went like Carol Burnett. <laughs> so that goes back to this. And I'm going to take a pivot. More than ever, not only the Democratic Party, but both parties, society, Texas, we need more young people and energy because you know what? It's your country. It's your state. It's your city. We need more people involved. And it seems to me as I have seen you, you're really galvanizing some people that I'm not so sure have ever been engaged in politics or the political system before. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Do you feel that? Do you feel like this surge of young people saying, we got to get involved and, and Molly's our vehicle because nobody's listened to us? You know, with Stop Text I-45, um, I organized a trip to Austin and we got 15 people in a couple of vans and drove down and gave testimony before the state house. And uh, not one person had ever done that before. How great. So I know for a fact that we're, we're doing a lot to um, just engage in general and get people's votes out. And, you know, sometimes I think it doesn't even always have to be specifically about age. And, um, you know, it's funny, I'm young in some circles and then I'm like super old in my <laughs> sister's friend group, right? So it's just- You know, that, that by the way, 
that feeling never ends. I'm young in some circles and I'm super old in other right. circles. That it's feeling never ends. Very relative. My very relative. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very senior staff at the ER, but um, so it's all relative. But yeah, it, it's just about letting people feel powerful. You know, people want to feel like they're participating. They want to feel heard. They want to feel powerful to make change around them. And there's all sorts of groups that don't feel powerful and don't feel engaged. And it's going to be a real joy to to be able to serve them and to bring that change. God, you would be such a incredible boost of fresh air and energy. Let me ask you this. The district, has there ever been a woman representing that district? Never. 176 years, it has only been men. Wow. 176 years. Ladies, all of you out there, if you're like me and you say, how can that be? Well, the answer is, how can that be? And I know one way to end that Go vote. Can you imagine that 176 years? Yep. Holy cow. Well, you know what? What's that song by Bob Dylan? The change is, a, you know, the, you know, the change is a come in or changes that we need change. Uh, and that's a good thing. So that show, Carol Burnett, when it was coming to the end, she would sing this song and it was, um, I'm so glad we had this time together to have a laugh and sing a song. And then she'd say, and just, it seems like we just got started. Uh, comes the time we have to say so long. Can you believe we're already almost at our 45 minutes? <laughs> That's how you know you had fun. Yeah. I do want to give you uh, these last minutes because I think it's important that you state your case to the people. And I think I want you to please repeat again your website and all those sorts of things, as well as the I-45. I'm assuming there's a website for that. Yep. Okay. So I want to make sure you get all of that in uh, to Houston. So with that, go ahead. Tell us again. Let's start with I-45. People want more information. What do they do? You can go to stoptext.i45.com. That's S-T-O-P-T-X-D-O-T-I-4-5, stoptext.i45.com. Or you can follow at stoptext.i45 on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook to get more information and get rolled in and join the meetings and, and join the fight. We still definitely, um, it's, it feels like there's a pause, but the fight is really not over at all. What, what, is there going to be a an over? I mean, is there a date that's like, if this doesn't happen by this, then this? Golly. No. And these, you know, these large fights go on for some time, which, which is it's too bad because people's lives are totally depending on it. But you don't want uh, people to rush through something as harmful as a freeway expansion either. So. Uh, amen to that. I totally get that. Let's go back to your website. And again, give us your two minutes about why Houston should vote for change and vote for Molly. Yeah. Molly Cook. Molly Cook. Um, I'm a nurse. You know, I became a nurse because I care. I went to public health school because I couldn't do enough from the bedside. And I filed to run for office because I couldn't do enough um, as a community organizer. So, uh, you know, I clock in, I clock out, I work with folks, I know what's going on, I know what's challenging them. And I have the uh, expertise and now the experience to see paths to solutions. Uh, my opponent talks a lot about how experience matters, and I agree. And I think my experience matters. My experience of being a woman, of working in the community, of being a part of this process, 
um, and of course, as, as serving as a nurse throughout this entire pandemic. So um, I am ready. I'm excited. I'm here for all four years, not just one. And I'm not going to be distracted by any personal ambitions or other goals. I am going to be completely focused on the district. So, uh, you know, go to mollyfortexas.com. It's Molly Cook for Texas Senate District 15. Get out, vote early. And uh, yeah, we'll see you at the polls. You know what? I, I just, I got so enthused. I'm thinking, I'm ready to take the hill. You know, like, take, <laughs> let's take the hill. Well, we are there. Let's go ahead and put, put on our song there, Mr. Producer. And this again is God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. And what's interesting about it is back then, you were really not allowed to say the word God in a song. And it was something that you, it was forbidden. You can turn it up just a tad, Mr. Producer. It was forbidden. And um, they went ahead and did it anyway. And it's a great love song. I may not always love you, but as long as there's stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make so sure about it that God only knows what I'd be without you. Let's play it and let's enjoy. This is Paul McCartney's uh, favorite song, by the way, Molly. Uh, from the Beatles, his very favorite song. Go ahead and turn it up there, Mr. Producer. If you should ever leave me, though life would still go on, believe me, the world could show nothing to me. And of course, Houston, I just wish I could sing anything like this or or write any sort of great song like this. Of course, Molly would, you know, she'd bust open the harp right now and get going. Um, but just listen to this. It's just so incredible, this song. beautiful song so facebook we just ended our radio segment keep walking with jesus kwwj a tip from gilbert talk inspiration and prayer i had molly cook on the line with me senate district candidate for the democratic nomination for senate district 15 she is just incredible and i think that we need here 
in Houston, in Texas, in America, more people like Molly. We need Molly. We need more people like Molly because we need young people. We need energy. We need more female candidates. We need people from different perspectives. And it's just time for a change and time for new blood. That's what the Democratic Party needs. So having said all that, Molly, you're now talking on all the social media platforms and everything. This gets recorded. It's stored out there and so forth. I know there was an Aaron that called in. I'm very sorry, Aaron, that you called in and we were not able to answer your call. Or is Aaron still on? Well, can I do it on Facebook? Well, let's just do it. I think Molly's tight on time, but let's do one more. Aaron, are you there? Hello, yes, I'm here. Aaron, you're talking to a tip from Gilbert, and you've got here Molly, Senate District Candidate, Democratic Party, District 15. What you got there, Aaron? Well, hey, uh, you know, I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, happy Valentine's Day and that um, early voting does start today. It's going on until um, in Harris County and Fort Bend, especially. We have a lot of very highly contested races in the Democratic primary. I just wanted to remind everybody to vote Democrat. And uh, if you're in Fort Bend County, support Dr. Lalani for the Texas legislature, House District 76. And uh, I wish all the best of luck to, to Molly and everyone else running today. Well, Aaron, you're a good man. We thank you for listening. We thank you for calling in. And I sure hope you call in again. So we thank you, my friend. So much. Amen. So, Molly, I'm going to just give you sort of the last word again, uh, just for Facebook and everything else. So website how to get involved, I-45, website, how to get involved in the campaign and why you'll make a difference for all of Texas, especially those in District Seven, uh, District 15. Yeah, so if you want to know more, get involved in the I-45 fight, you can go to stoptext.i45.com or follow stoptext.i45 across social media. Uh, the events calendar and meetings will be there, and that's S-T-O-P. T-X-D-O-T-I-4-5 um, on all of it. So uh, you can get rolled in and also meet your new best friends. That group is incredible. Awesome, awesome. I love them. And then, of course, if you want to get involved in our campaign, there is still time. We need volunteers and we need uh, donations to make it strong through the finish line. So you can go to mollyfortexas.com. The Act Blue link is there. The sign up for volunteers, the mobilize with all of our events, the newsletter, every bit of it um, is at mollyfortexas.com. And then we're Molly for Texas across all social media as well. And uh, yeah, please see us at the polls and vote in a working person. I would be, I think, the only person who rents property uh, in the Senate. I do not own my home, and I would be the first woman ever in this seat. So hard please, to believe, Molly. Know, Hundred, how many years has this government been? 170 years. 170 it's hard years. to believe. Yep. Um, well, Molly, I want to say thank you for being on this show. I think the word is out. Uh, there's no secret anymore, Molly Cook, and I think that. Um, It'd be great. So, producer, let's figure it out and uh, make an invitation. I think we should use our next two shows f to talk about the important issues of District uh, 15. So, we'll see if we can make that happen. So, meanwhile, Facebook, join us every Monday, 11 to 11.45 on KWWJ, 1360 AM, 96.9 FM, A Tip from Gilbert. You can write me also at A Tip from Gilbert no dots no nothing at gmail.com and just enjoy paul mccartney's favorite song one of my favorite songs the beautiful harmonies of the beach boys and god only knows see you next time i'll make you so sure about it
Garcia. Join me on my new radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 to 11.45 at 96.9 FM, 1360 AM, KWWJ. Or you can call in at 832-570-8075. Write me at a tip from Gilbert at gmail.com. See you then.